compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. I'm proud to have as my sponsor for the month of March, Oversight Systems, with the recently released Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs, it has become mandatory that companies operationalize their compliance program. Oversight's automated transaction monitoring solution, Insights on Demand for FCPA, provides a centralized transaction monitoring system that automatically identifies risky activity and facilitates efficient resolution of any issues. The analytics look for behaviors or patterns of compliance risk across expense reports, transaction in T&E, invoices and payments in AP, and further operationalizes your compliance program. Insights on Demand enables companies to easily demonstrate to the executive board and, most importantly, the Department of Justice, they are proactively operationalizing their compliance program through monitoring business transactions for FCPA risk and acting on those exceptions. A continuous monitoring program, such as oversights, can be an important component of operationalizing your compliance program as it addresses the DOJ's guidelines for compliance monitoring, communication with employees, compliance evidence, and audit trails. The February release of the Department of Justice's Evaluation of Compliance Program has mandated that you operationalize your compliance program. Through this one-month series, I will provide you specific steps by which you can operationalize your compliance program. In each day, I will address one issue and then give you three key takeaways. By the end of the month, you should have some significant steps that you can take to operationalize your compliance program. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program. Day 18, operationalization of your compliance program through the management of third-party relationships. The Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs in prong 10, third-party relationship states, <clears throat> management of relationships. How has the company considered and analyzed the third party's incentive model against compliance risk? How has the company monitored the third party in question? How has the company trained the relationship managers about the compliance risks, what the compliance risks are, and how to manage them? And finally, how has the company incentivized compliance and ethics compliant and ethical behavior by third parties. All of this means if you do not manage the relationship, it can go downhill very quickly and you might find yourself in a potential FCPA violation. Now the Department of Justice has specifically, rather explicitly adopted this approach as a key determination of whether you have operationalized your compliance program. Many of you uh, have heard me speak before and you know that I've always talked about the most significant and important step in a, the third life cycle of third-party relationships is the management of the third-party relationship. So where does it all begin? Well, it begins with a relationship manager. We had the relationship manager articulated in the Department of Justice evaluation. I've talked about it in terms of a business sponsor, uh, but whatever you call it, and here I would suggest moving the title to relationship manager because that's what the DOJ calls it, there should be a relationship manager for every third party which the company does business with through the sales chain. The relationship manager should be a business unit employee who is responsible for monitoring, maintaining, and continuously evaluating the relationship between the company, your company and the third party. 
Some of the duties of the relationship manager may include a point of contact for the third party for all compliance issues, also having periodic contact throughout the year with the third party, meeting annually with the third party to review its satisfactory its satisfaction of company compliance obligations, submitting annual reports to the company's compliance function, summarizing the services provided by the third party, and assisting the compliance function with any issues with respect to that particular third party. What about the compliance professional? What's their role in the management of third-party relationships? Well, just as company needs subject matter experts in anti-bribery compliance to be able to work with the business folks inside your company and answer the usual questions which come up in the day-to-day routine of doing business internationally, third parties also need such access. A third party may not be large enough to have their own compliance staff, so I advocate a company providing such dedicated resources to its third parties. I do not believe this will create a conflict of interest or there will be any other legal impediments to providing such services. They can also include anti-corruption training for the party, whether on-site or through remote mechanisms. The compliance practitioner should work closely with the relationship manager to provide advice, training, and communications to the third party. What about the oversight committee? In another podcast, I talked about the oversight committee where it can review documents relating to the full panoply of the third-party relationships, third parties' relationship with your company. It can be a formal structure or some other type of group, but the key is to have senior management put a second set of eyes on any third party who might represent a company on the sales side. In addition to the basic concept of process validation on the management of your third parties, this is a manner to deliver additional management of that risk. After the commercial relationship has begun, the oversight committee should monitor the third-party relationship on no less than an annual basis. This annual audit could include a review of remedial due diligence investigations and evaluations of any new or supplemental risk associated with negative information discovered from a review of financial audit reports or third-party conduct. The oversight committee should review any reports of material breach of contract, including breach of the requirements of your company code of conduct. In addition to the remedial review, the oversight committee should review all payments requested by the third party to assure such payments are within (coughs) company guidelines and are warranted by the contractual relationship. Lastly, the oversight committee should review any request to approve, rather to provide the third party with any type of non-monetary compensation. What's the role of audit? A key tool in managing a relationship with a third party is post-contract auditing. I hope that you have secured audit rights, as that is an important clause in compliance terms and conditions. It was discussed specifically by the Department of Justice as far back as the 2012 FCPA guidance. Your audit should be a systemic independent and documented process for obtaining evidence and evaluating it objectively to determine the extent to which your compliance terms and conditions are followed. The process is to capture the data, analyze the data, and report the data, which is appropriate for a compliance audit. As a baseline, I would suggest any audit of a third party include, at a minimum, a review of the following. The effectiveness of the existing compliance program and codes of conduct the origin and legitimacy of any funds paid to the company, books, records, and accounts, 
or of any of its subsidiaries, joint ventures, and affiliates related to work performed or services or equipment provided to the company, disbursements made on behalf of or for the company, and funds received from the company in conjunction for the work performed or services delivered. If you want to engage in a deeper dive, you might want to consider the evaluation of some of the following areas. <clears throat> Review of contracts with third parties to confirm the appropriate compliance terms or conditions in place. Determine that actual due diligence took place on the third party. Review compliance training. Both the substance of the program and the attendance records. Does the third party have a hotline or reporting mechanisms for allegations of compliance violations? If so, how are these maintained? Does the third party have written employee disciplinary procedures? Procedures, rather. If so, have any employees been disciplined for compliance violations? Review the files. Review employee expense reports for employees in high-risk positions or high-risk countries. Test for gifts, travel, and entertainment that were provided to foreign government officials. Review the overall structure of the third party's compliance program. Interview a designated compliance officer if they have one. Review a sample of the employee commission payments and determine if they follow an internal policy. With regard to petty cash, test to determine whether or not this is done on an ongoing basis. So what are the three key takeaways from today? Well, first and foremost, number one, is that managing the relationship is by far the hardest step. And this is really, as Jay Martin would say, execution baby, where rubber hits the road. You have to manage the relationship. But this gives you the opportunity to operationalize, which leads to point number two. By utilizing non-compliance functions within the organization, you more fully utilize or rather operationalize your compliance program. If this third party is that significant to your organization, you should consider uh, signing a senior uh, exec or uh, other senior leadership to the relationship manager position because that sends a clear sign to the third party of the seriousness. And finally, do not forget putting a second set of eyes. Whether that be through oversight, whether that be through audit, you need to have a second set of eyes on the entire paper portion of the relationship in addition to how the relationship is playing out. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to Day 18, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 19 of operationalizing your comp- of one month to operationalizing your compliance program. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help in our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you'll join me tomorrow.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.